Hi, this is Randy Chan. And Lisa. Welcome to the 22nd episode of the Night Sky of Silicon Valley. Once a week, I will be letting you know what to look out for in the upcoming days so you can go out and gaze into our night sky. I spend relaxingly cool nights in Silicon Valley trying to discern what's out there. This podcast is our journey together of the night skies. February 7th, 2021. So Randy, did you enjoy the Super Bowl? I only watched it for the commercials. I'm sure you do, Lisa. But yeah, I did enjoy it. Congrats to the Tampa Bay Buccaneers and Tom Brady on their win. Okay, enough about those stars. What about the ones we see daily? Well, this Thursday is the new moon. That means that... The night sky will be dark, and it'll be easier to see deep sky objects. Exactly, Lisa. The moon, which will not be seen, will allow us to be able to get a good view of the Pleiades Open Star Cluster that we talked about in an earlier episode. Specifically, on Saturday, February 13th, if you go outside at 7.15pm and find Orion's Belt, Follow the line of the three stars to the upper right past his bow and arrow. You'll see a bright star called Aldebaran. Continue along past Aldebaran in the same line and you'll see the fuzzy cluster of stars. Pleiades, often referred to as the seven daughters of the Titan Atlas. If you can get familiar with this part of the sky, Aldebaran is the eye of the constellation Taurus the Bull, and Pleiades is to the right of nearby Taurus. So perhaps next time, you could try to start with Taurus to find Pleiades. Randy, did you know that Aldebaran in Arabic means the bright one of the follower? It's usually assumed that it means it's following Pleiades, and so it makes sense that we use it to find this star cluster the Japanese call Superu. That's very neat, Lisa. Additionally, the very next day, February 14th, we will get a good view of Sirius. Sirius is also called the dog star and the brightest star in the night sky. Its name comes from a Greek word meaning glowing or scorching. This star is only 8.6 light years away from the Earth, which is part of the reason that it appears so bright to us. Oh, okay. Well, how can we spot Sirius? And also, how does the star compare to our sun? Good questions, Lisa. So first, where to find Sirius? For us, Sirius can be seen in the lower third of the sky. Find the three stars in a row that are Orion's belt, and now follow that line to the lower left to a bright star, about the same distance away as Orion himself. That's Sirius, in the constellation Canis Major, the brightest star in our sky. Because it is lower in the sky, the light coming from the star has to go through more of our atmosphere before reaching us in the mid-northern hemisphere. This thicker blanket of atmosphere causes more refracting and results in strong twinkling and flashes of color. As for your second question, how does Sirius compare to our Sun? Sirius is classified as an A-type star, whereas our Sun is a G-type star. 
and while this might not mean anything to you, it essentially means Sirius is much hotter and bigger than our sun. The surface temperature of Sirius is 17,000 degrees Fahrenheit, whereas our sun's surface temperature is only 10,000 degrees Fahrenheit. Also, Sirius is more than twice the mass of the sun, and its diameter is almost twice of that of the sun's. Finally, Sirius puts out about 26 times the energy that the sun outputs. So it's basically Gigundo compared to our sun? It's much bigger than our sun, but it's not the biggest star out there. It only appears as the brightest because it's so close. So, how about now we can talk about how we can effectively use the celestial coordinate system. So in order for us to be able to use RA and declination, we need to first orient ourselves just like with any map. For this two-dimensional coordinate system, you only need to know the location and coordinates of two stars. For example, find Sirius, the brightest star, and look up its coordinates. RA 6 hours 45 minutes and 9 seconds and declination in negative 16 degrees 42 arc minutes and 58 arc seconds. And for another star perhaps look for the left shoulder of Orion above his belt to the left. That star which is his left shoulder is Betelgeuse. Betelgeuse is at RA 5 hours 55 minutes 10 seconds with a declination of 7 degrees, 24 arc minutes, and 25 arc seconds. Then using these two points, you can orient either your telescope or star map. Then if you want to find something, all you have to do is look up its RA and declination and use your now oriented map or telescope to look exactly where it is. Hmm, I think it will become much clearer if we try to do it once. Yes, I agree. It's easy enough to look up a star map with coordinates and try to orient it with the night sky. It will be easier with a map, but in case you need to manually orient a telescope, this method is the easiest. Okay, I'll try it out. Something else to look forward to this next podcast is talking about a new NASA Mars rover. NASA's Mars 2020 Perseverance rover is scheduled to land on February 18th. Next week, we can talk more about what to expect and what goes into landing a rover on Mars. So until then, this is the night sky of Silicon Valley with Randy Chan. And Lisa. Okay, Randy, I've got my star map. And I want to find Sirius. And...